Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Ask Melvin anything. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to AMA Ask Melvin Anything. I am Mike, and I am here with the ever-present, ever um, studious, I think is a, is a good word for you. Uh, Melvin, how you doing, Melvin? Mike, thanks for being here. And studious is a good word. And, and I, I think it's how, how you help make the world a better place because you're studious also. Well, we, here's, here's the, here's the thing. I, I think we're both studious. Yes. But I think we're studious about things we want to be studious about. Like yeah. we're not just generally like, you know, taking in all the knowledge of everything. I mean, I do love learning things, you know, but I didn't like learning things at that last job. So right. I was not particularly studious there at all. Uh, but, <laughs> so what are we talking about today? So what are your plans for our 2024 fresh start? Well, I'll tell you that tomorrow. after the show, but what are, what are we talking about today? So what are your plans for our... <laughs> 2024 fresh start <laughs> joke never gets old. Um, no. okay. So, uh, and go, go so fresh start 2024. Mike, here we got, we got to uh, lay it down right now. This uh, we're throwing down the gauntlet. Okay. I don't know where that comes from, but it sounds cool. I got to go get my gauntlet. Hang on. Right. That, that, uh, previous job. Yeah. We don't talk about it. anymore. No, 20- probably not. Yeah. It's not the okay. best. Yeah. Good. So, good. 2024 fresh start, you know, it's, what is it? It's today's the day after yesterday, you know, which, you know, it's, it's a, uh, I don't, I don't think it's, it's just a, a fallacy, a fake thing, you know, Oh, it's a, the new year. Cause it's just another day, Sure, but, but it is a new year. You know, it's a yeah. season, you know, this, the sun doesn't shine 24 hours a day, uh-huh. you know, thank goodness we don't have winter 12 months out of the year. Yeah. You know, we, we, have seasons we have the the day and the night the and so we have the change of the year and mm-hmm. and so i think it is cool i like it that here we go and we can jump up and say you know i sucked at doing x and i'm gonna do it great this year i think that's way better than planning like resolutions you know oh. the resolution game i think is a silly one that people play you know, what is, what is your, res- oh, it's always, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to start eating right. I'm going to, you know, I, 
Don't, stop picking my nose so much. Whatever. Don't tell us any stories, Mike, but just tell us the level of of grief that resolutions have caused you. If you stacked on all of your life, the the guilt of the resolutions that were un unfulfilled. Uh, well, I'll tell you this, Melvin. Um, I've never made resolutions very much, so I'd say a couple of days, probably all stacked together, <laughs> because I, I just always thought they were silly. You know, yeah, yeah. again, like you say, it's one other day. Now, if you want to take that event and uh, use it to say, okay, here's the end of this cycle, whether you're talking a right. building cycle, life cycle, whatever, right? Um, here's the end of that cycle. And now I want to do that some more, but I want to do it better. That's, that's a whole different thing. You know, that's yeah. not a resolution. A resolution to me is, is, uh, oh, I got to go join a gym. Oh, it's February. I hate my gym. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, it's just, I, I, they're always silly. They don't ever turn out. You make me laugh, Mike. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. so what about you as far as resolutions go? Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought of resolution. You know, yeah. folks ask that. Yeah. Um, and this is just a real little side note, you know, people ask those things. And, and so I'm starting to tune in more to that trend to listen better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the events of the end of last year, you know, in our family with, with yeah. the passing and, sure, and things sure. right during the holidays, it freaked me out, Mike. Mm. It, it, it blew me away how much people talked about. So what are your Thanksgiving plans? What are your mm -hmm. Christmas plans? Mm -hmm. What are your, you know, they're bringing all of these things up. And, and maybe I was just more sensitive about it, but uh, I, I think it was probably the same amount. They brought it up this year, but I just didn't, didn't catch it. It feels like an alternative to, boy, that's some weather, huh? You know, that kind of thing. Right. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's it. it's just yeah. another talking point, you know, I mean, that's all it is. I didn't think of it that way, but that, yeah. that, that makes sense what you just said. Mike. Well, you can only say it once a year, right? I mean, I can't come to you in yep. June and go, what were your New Year's resolutions? You'd think I was insane, you know, yep. but I can come to you in the month of January or before December ends or whatever. And we can talk about it for right. a week. That's about it. Right. You know, yep. same deal with Christmas. I can't tell you Merry Christmas in August, you know, unless I'm yep. Best Buy running a Christmas in August sale or something. But um, I think. Was that jackass that, that would always say? You know, at, at the end of December, when you were leaving, let's say, school oh or my work. Or God, whatever. I know exactly what you're about to say. Yeah. See you next year. Yeah. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to always be the first one to say that. See you next year. Or I haven't seen you since last year, you know, right. afterwards. Yeah, that's a wonderful joke. Um, so you're busting on that text I sent you the other day where I said, hey, Mike, I didn't want another day to pass before I said Happy New Year. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's that, but that's okay. I mean, you know, we, we have those, I mean, I sent the same thing to Casey to you and, you know, and that kind of stuff, just, just happy new year, you know I mean? Cause it is a cycle again. It's, it's, right. it's a year of our life. It's the way that we've decided to track time, you know? Right, right, right. Um, it's all we got, you know, it's what we have to cling on to. When it starts getting dark, I go home, you know, when it starts getting light, I go to work. I mean, that's. That's what we've decided to do, right? That's awesome. Uh, okay, so tell me about uh, tell me about your plans. So my plans, uh, we Madeline and I, you know, she Maddie's been on yeah. 
silently on the podcast. Sure. She talked before on uh, genealogy. So we've got a trip out to Whitehall, New York, planned in the spring. Oh, wow. Going to be fantastic. Um, you know, something that we did. Uh, shoot, was it, it was last week where we came to Waco, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, it was last week. Yeah, yeah. so see, we're, we've got more plans. That was the new year. We wanted to get down there. She's met you virtually, met Casey mm -hmm. virtually, mm -hmm. but had not, uh, you know, done face-to-face. -face. So, yeah. so that's some of our plans. Yeah. Sure, sure. Casey told me something about a plans for an AI podcast the other day. Yeah, man, I was reading up on that before we got on and I've got like four browser tabs open yeah. on uh, pulling stuff up. And, uh, you know, I live in Evernote, so I, uh -huh. I have a, a, a note in there for AI. And when I see things, I, I grab them. Uh, you know, I have delusions of grandeur sure. where I, I uh, put things in there and think I'm going to get back to them and, that you know yeah well when i was a kid i had delusions of grandies um <laughs> and it's only because i liked gravy so much that's all that was right uh all right so i see in this thing that you sent me we've got uh a, a lot of quotes here yeah there's you know i, I write i like reading you know seeing things uh -huh. that, that people talk about i i even uh grab quotes from from people they'll say something and and it's astute, you know, like I have a, a guy I work with that uh, is uh, number two. I don't yeah. know if I can say yeah. world, but but I can say U.S. Uh, uh, distance shooter. Oh, wow. Rounds on target, you know, like mm -hmm. like like you and I can't even imagine. And uh, and we're, we're talking. It's just off the cuff. And, and he's we're talking about the days passing. And he goes, hey, it's it's another day to pull the trigger. <laughs> I guess that works in two ways, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. And and the context, you know, it made sense to me. But but I, I write down things that people say. Uh, remember, Juan Agapito was a good friend at, mm -hmm. at uh, and uh, uh, I wrote down his quote and and I've used it uh, on different things. And he says, you know, he said. Even if you're gonna lose, why are you gonna lay down and die? Mm -hmm. Or you That's know, maybe if if even it's the end, yeah. you know, why are you gonna lay down and die? Yeah, just I think and, that a lot in like watching sports. You know, right. um, there's some team that's being beat 56 to nothing or whatever. Well, you know, they still right. got to go out there and they still have to play. You know, they're not right. they're not just gonna call the game and leave the field. Right. You know, you still have to yeah. play the game, and that's and it's for the practice. It's for the the failure that you then learn from. I mean, it's for right, all of right, those right. things. Right. And plus yeah. it's the fact that you have committed to doing this thing. Absolutely. And that's what I think we're really missing out on these days. People commit to a lot of things and they don't follow through on them. Yeah. Just pull the ripcord and stop. Yeah. And I'm going to tell trigger. your story. Yep. I'm going to tell you a story. I know I've told it to you before, but I, I think it's a, a good time, time okay. for New year, sure. Uh, you know, in the in the Marine Corps, physical fitness test. Mm -hmm. Every six months, you had a physical fitness test. So three miles, uh, push ups and and pull ups were mm -hmm. involved in this. Certain, mm -hmm. you know, three hundred was a perfect score. Oh, that's why so you 18, sent me the thing about push ups the other day. Well, that was different. So you yeah. didn't have you had pull ups and and uh, set ups and and run. I I might have said mm -hmm. it wrong just a minute ago. But, um, so the three mile run, eighteen minutes was a hundred points, and so I would get. 100 points on the setups, 100 points on the on the pull-ups, 
and missed the run historically. Mm-hmm. And this one time I, I said, Melvin, have you ever died running? You know, you, you've always got something left when you cross yeah. Yeah. the finish line. Yeah. And so that day, Mike, I, I got under 18 minutes, wow. under three miles and I, I was running and you know, chest seizing, you know, pains and gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was like, uh, uh, you know, in my mind, I wanted to fold and, and I pushed and I threw up. I had throw up blew back in my ears. <laughs> oh, with dripping up. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mike, I, uh, I ran under 18 minutes, for but it didn't kill miles. you. It didn't kill you. And, and when I finished, I was like, see, yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what you were saying, you know, people, uh, just fold, they quit and, <laughs> I came from um, this thing today. I actually went to somebody's business today to kind of try to help right. them out with some things. And um, they've started a barber school, right? Uh-huh. They started this barber school probably, I don't know, three, four years ago, something like that. Right, right. Maybe a little longer. But they were always out in this one area out there, by like where I live, you know? Right. Um, and now they have gotten to the point where they bought a church. And retrofit this thing as a as a campus, so they do they train and and give out the certifications for for hairstylists, for massages, for anestheticians, for na- you know all of the things, all of those things in that same stratosphere. But they've right, right, gotten right. to the point where they needed the size of a church and all of the buildings attached to it to build right. this campus out. That is That's somebody cool. who doesn't give up. You know, right. you start with one little place and you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. And I got to tell you, when I was there today, that whole place is full. There's not a chair that didn't have somebody training in it. Wow. You know, it's, it's amazing. Now I did tell them that they missed out on an opportunity because if you buy an old Baptist church, there's going to be a baptismal, right? <laughs> That's, why aren't you washing people's hair in the baptismal? You just go up and dunk them. You're done. You know, <laughs> you're done. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, read, uh, read off some of these quotes for us. So Mary Oliver, <clears throat> and this is from her poem, yeah, who is she? The Summer Day. She's just a poet? Yeah, you could read about okay. her, but she, you know, it's back in the day, so okay. not, not current. And, and, but, but the whole poem, The Summer Day, is, is wonderful. But this one point for right now, for what are you going uh, to do you know, here in the Fresh Start 2024, mm. she's, she wrote, tell me. What is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Mm. Yeah. And, and that's a question we could ask ourselves each morning. I think that sentiment is the reason that I can't sleep. Ha! Huh? <laughs> well, I'm serious. I think it's because oh, no, no, I literally feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss out on something. You know? Hey, War- Warren Zevon, what yeah. song did he sing? Uh, Werewolves of London, right? Yeah, yep. but another one. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it, when, uh, I when I was a teenager, and you know, another sure uh, part of my life. Yeah, I, I would blare that on my eight track yeah. in my 1962 Chevy two sixty two, and, and uh, yeah, I I didn't sleep because why would you? <laughs> my wife and I were talking last night about being a teenager because we were watching some documentary or something about one of those things where they go steal the kids in the middle of the night, take them out to the desert and, you know, scare them straight or whatever. 
Right. But we were talking about our teenage years and like, you know, how now we can see what our parents were talking about, you know, and why they were trying to keep us from doing things and all that stuff. Right. Um, you know, they have their flaws too, but we can now see looking back at that, oh, that's what you meant. Or yeah, right. I should have done that or whatever. But at the time, you know, you're a teenager, you, you just want to be out. You just want to be gone. You just want to be doing something all the time. And you want people to stop hounding you about things. And so her her thing was she had to go live with her dad in Houston to get out right. of the situation she was in. Mine was I got in the car, I left the house, I just didn't come back. Like right. Again, I had a Chevy Nova that I put 100,000 miles on in one year because I stayed in the car. I just was going all the time because I didn't want to do the other stuff, you know? Right. So I was running away from stuff in a very controlled manner. Anyway, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that rings very true to me, that that quote right there. What's the next one? Yeah, so Hunter S. Thompson uh, you could look up him and, and oh, read a lot of his stuff. Is he's, cool. he, he was he was a true weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. So life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arri- arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud <laughs> of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, "Wow, what a ride!" Yeah. That uh, that that has a lot of truth in it to me. The only problem is I think about Hunter S. Thompson and all the drugs he did. So I don't yeah. know that that <laughs> it's totally the right. way I want to go. But um, but it, I understand the sentiment. Yeah. yeah. Live fast. Leave a leave a good looking corpse, I think, is what they used to yeah. say. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, Mike, there's there's, uh, you know, culture uh, or cancel culture now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, people do stupid stuff. Sure. You know, I'm not saying you know, praise them and all that, but mm-hmm. we can still get truth out of what the guy said, even if, Oh he was... no, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not down on the guy. I mean, he, uh, yeah. he put oh, out no, some, I know you're not, I'm just, you he know, put out some today. great, great, great articles. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stuff he did with Rolling Stone was, was amazing. And there's <laughs> the one, the movie about him with Johnny Depp, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, I wasn't a big fan of, but I did like right. the one that Bill Murray did. Uh, a long time ago where the Buffalo roam. And I I still use a quote from that movie. Um, At the beginning, it's him as Hunter S. Thompson, just in his cabin out there. And he's got his dog. It's a Doberman Pinscher. And he has a, like one of those boxing dummies, but he's got a Nixon mask on it. Right. And so this was sixties, you know, this is when Nixon was the big prevailing bad guy. Um, and he just goes, you know, he's got that long cigarette on the on the holder thing with him. And he goes, yep, yep. Nixon. And that dog just goes, and just attacks the crotch of that, <laughs> that dummy. I just love it. Every once in a while, I'll just be walking somewhere and go, Nixon. <laughs> you want that to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to have that dog. All right, what's hey, the next one? So, little side note. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I was on embassy duty. I'm mm-hmm. in Budapest, Hungary. Mm-hmm. And Nixon was a... Uh, uh, visitor of the state, the yeah. Hungarian state. Yeah. And I might've met him oh, while he cool. was there. Yeah. So, that was wasn't. a guy that, that I think could have been truly successful had he not been so paranoid. Yeah. You know, just a paranoid dude. Always Ooh. looking over his shoulder. Crazy. So what's Leo's last name on this next quote? Tolstoy. Yeah. So happiness consists of living each day as if it were your first day of your honeymoon and the last day of your vacation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that and, last last day of your vacation thing rings pretty true to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I struggle with that, <laughs> Melvin. Um, Tell me. The struggle is, again, I always feel like I'm missing out on something or I'm not doing right. something I'm supposed to be doing or whatever. You know, there's always this impending doom right in the back of my skull that, that feels like, oh, crap, what have you let fall through the cracks? Or what have you sure, not sure. done that you were supposed to do? And I don't know that that's that's a tough way to live, you know, because you always yeah. feel on edge. I think it should be more about that last day of vacation thing where you're just enjoying yourself every once in a while, you know? First day of your honeymoon, Mike's going, oh, shit, did I leave the stove on? <laughs> well, I, I'm saying, oh, shit, which marriage? That's what, oh, man. <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. All right, what's the next one? So Margaret Mead, never mm-hmm. doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed individuals can change the world. In fact, it's the only thing that ever has. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, don't think you can't do hard things. Ever. Because yeah. we all can. Absolutely. And then uh, Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. Study his life sometime, but mm-hmm. he said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. That's a great quote. Yeah. Yeah. We we do try to put on airs for a lot of different things and a lot of different people. And I think we, we don't rely enough on our own. Well, I'd be just speaking for myself. You know, I've told you again, you know, as a kid, I, I changed my voice to this. You know, I put in the work to do that. Well, why? You know, why did I want to do that? Because I didn't want to be who I was. So, you know, it's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. To be yourself, because what the hell does that mean? You know, it scares us. Yeah, it does. It does. Because we're we're so scared of being rejected. You know, what if I'm myself and nobody likes me? You know? I'll be somebody they want to like, you know. Right. All right. What you been reading? A book on uh, by Chris Croft is he wrote it, and Mm -hmm. it's called Management Vegetables. Yeah. And so he he talks about management and uses vegetables and other types of fruit to bring up management principles. And I'll just give you an example. So management principles. It's it's crazy, cool stuff. This guy I've been following for years on LinkedIn. Yeah. He's a management consultant in the UK. Yeah. So he talks about the parto potato. Okay. And also known as the 80-20 rule, which seems to apply to absolutely everything. For example, 80% of the chips come from 20% of the potatoes. Mm. And and you've heard of the 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 20 80 mm-hmm. 20 rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and then he follows on the next page. He goes, it's also sometimes known as the burrito principle. Because the first 20% of the burrito gives you 80% of the pleasure. (laughs) You'd imagine that's a fun book to read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Whenever I think of 80-20 rule, I always think, you know, it's the uh, 20% of the people are doing all the work while 80% are just there. You know, that kind of thing. All right. So give me me a, a, a valuable nugget. The first valuable nugget of 2024. So the first valuable nugget. And I'm, I'm talking about uh, management, you know, and he, Chris's mm-hmm. book on management vegetables was very cool. And, and on the January 3rd, Daily Drucker, which, you know, it's cool to start back at the beginning of the Daily Drucker, the book, you know, reading it. Yeah. And on January 3rd, he's, he said that management is indispensable. And then he writes a lot on, on why. And, and, you know, he was back at the beginning of management getting started. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. the management. And he says one of the quotes from him. In, in there, he quoted somebody else saying this, whoever makes two blades of grass grow where only one grew before, 
deserves better of mankind than any speculative philosopher or metaphysical system builder. Yeah. So, yeah, I I absolutely get that. Um, That speaks to me in, I had a, uh, I had a boss one time that uh, I went to and I said, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to do this thing or that thing. And it was always, it was always something bigger than what I was doing, you know? Right. And he, I said, you know, I just, I, I don't want you to, you know, like fire me because looking to do something else or what, you know, wanting to do bigger things or whatever. And he's like, he's like, I wouldn't want anybody working for me who didn't want to achieve more. He said, and, and I'll never be that boss that stands in the way. Now, if you're doing something lateral or down, that's different. But if right. you're going up, I'm never going to stand in your way. And I, I've cool. always tried to abide by that principle because I just, right, right, right. How, how do you, how do you tell somebody they can't do something? You know? Yeah. I mean, you train these people to be relied on. You train these people to, to, to do the things that need to get done so that your product gets released or your, or your services is up 24 seven or whatever. Right. And so why would you, why would you want them to stay right there? You know, right. you want them to develop, you want them to be Absolutely. better people. You right. know? But anyway, yep, yep, yep. all right. So give me a last thought. Management is doing things right. And leadership is doing the right thing. Hmm. We've had some managers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Casey was telling me a story yesterday about uh, the stuff at, at his job. And, yeah. um, man, it is. It, it, what, what amazes me is at this point in my life, I can look back and almost every place I've worked, almost without, without failure, except here. Right. Um, the people at the top have no idea what those people at the bottom are doing. None. They have, they have either never done it or they're so uh, removed from that that they don't remember what it was like day to day. You know? And that's bad management. Yeah. I, I reread a Dilbert comic this morning, Mike, and, <laughs> and it speaks to what you're saying. You know, the, yeah. the pointy haired boss is talking to Dilbert and he says, I'm so tired. You know, this uh, new management principle they wanted me to try, you know, M- MBWA is, is not working. You know, management by walking around, I mm. walk to the park and back and, and nobody's <laughs> doing anything different. <laughs> It's <laughs> insane. Yeah, man. I just, I feel bad for Casey cause he's kind of stuck in that, in that, you know, hamster wheel. Um, right. But like I keep telling him, at least there's a finish line for him. You know? Yeah. He can absolutely. get out of that at some point. So, yep. All right, buddy. Well, happy 2024. Um, it's good to see you. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I'm looking forward to this year. Big things. Hopefully for both of us. Yeah, um, I'm. We've got some shows lined up. You know, I'm trying to do better with that. Yeah. So next week with the uh, Super Collider. Ooh. I think you're going to be blown away with with the talent. That I don't know that in. I want to get blown away by a Super Collider, but okay. no, this is the talent. The oh, talent that, so sorry, I misheard you. Yeah, and then following on that, uh, yeah. friend, and we've never met face to face, but we've known each other through LinkedIn and then getting mm. on zoom and, mm. and things for since 19, 2019, probably. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's going to get on and, and talk about some ideas and the new thing, new, new, uh, concept. Um, 
So, so there's some things coming up. A new concept. You don't want to tell yeah. me what the concept is. Oh, a business, a, a business concept. Okay. You know, we, okay. Um, you know, you, you think about the, the auto industry mm-hmm. and, you know, let's say there were over a thousand automakers and, and it was, you know, Mike built the car. He did, you know, everything. And, and, yeah. and so how long did that take? And then, um, that old guy, Henry Ford was in Chicago and he toured a meatpacking plant and he goes, Hmm, they have a disassembly line. You know, each person was specialized. Mm-hmm. So is that cow, you know, the dead cow went by, mm-hmm. then Mike mm-hmm. had a certain knife that mm-hmm. he would cut this part off. And yep. then yep. the next part, Melvin had a knife. And, and so he said, why don't we, do it the other way and so he came up with the assembly line mm. and revolutionized um not just the auto industry but that was the start one of the you know the big things for industrial mm-hmm. you know, where, mm-hmm. where things went here in mm-hmm. the united states and well same deal um, with uh mcdonald's you know mcdonald's was the yeah. same way the guy who bought it was it ray Kroc? right yeah he bought it yep. and and just assembly lined everything you know this one kid that stands in this circle can reach this, this, and this, you know, that right. other kid that stands across from him can reach that, that, and that, you know, yep. so you utilize the system, yeah. you know, and that's, yeah, so I wasn't trying to be nebulous and no. saying this new, but it's no, another, no, no. it's, you know, uh, you know, what, what year was it that, that, uh, the guy that, that ran the U S patent office says we need to close this down because right. everything that could be patented is yeah. already patented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as Bill Gates said, uh, nobody would ever need a computer that had more than 256 megs or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. always fun to do this, bud. Thanks, sir. All right. Have a good day. Have a good week. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Mike. Let's go make the world better together. You got it. Okay. There you go. Hey. Good enough. That was good. I love all the quotes. Dude. The quotes are great. Yeah, those folks got some smart brains. Yeah, stop fiddling with your microphone. Well, I'm looking at it. You the, miss the little, the, the little cord stretchy is, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I hadn't been, I didn't use it since I used it last time. You know, that's <laughs> normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the 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 USB where it plugs in, uh-huh. I can. I looked at it, and then since the last time I used it, the cat chewed the fuck out of it. It's like, oh no, oh man, it's got cat shit. And then I think she must have un un you know undid those stretchy things. Are you giving your cat screwdrivers and stuff or what? Yeah, I guess, man. Uh, Madeline, good. Yeah, yeah, good. she's good. Good. Uh, everything good. Uh, cool. Well, Suzanne finally goes back to work on Monday. I told her last right. night. I told her last night she really needs to because she keeps moving everything around in the house. <laughs> like, I don't know where the hell anything is. <laughs> right. She's organizing stuff, which is great. And I will yeah. not begrudge her that. I Left up to me, everything would be in a pile. So, yeah, um, yeah she's, yeah, she is, uh, she uh, came home yesterday and she was just like dead. She was like, I'm so tired. Well, stop working so much. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? Go to work so you don't work so much. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, boy, that is a good quote right there. Yeah. Go to work so you don't work so much. Yeah, I've had that job. All right, dude. Well, have Dang. a good evening, and we'll uh, we'll holler at you a little later. 
did a great job. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.